So I'm making a documentary where I travel around the world and ask strangers if they're happy. Uh, would you mind if I ask you a question on camera? Are, are you happy? Oh, I'm, I'm extremely happy. But someone sent me a voice message on Instagram answering the question themselves. I don't know if you're going to see this voice memo, but I thought I was happy until I watched your videos. But then something crazy happened. I posted her voice message to TikTok and woke up to thousands of people sending me voice messages of them answering the question. I'm I'm not happy at all. So what you're listening to right now is the Are You Happy Hotline, which is a weekly series on this podcast where listeners just like you send me a voice message through Instagram to answer the question I've been asking all over the world. Are you happy? The Are You Happy journey continues with the Are You Happy hotline. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Kellyanne. And we are so happy you're here. We'll listen to some amazing stories. And we'll meet some amazing people. Welcome to the Are You Happy hotline. Woo! <laughs> hey, we are back. We are back. It's, we a, are back. it's a brand new week. The um, the Rams won the Super Bowl. And that happened, though. Yeah. I mean, I was dancing like it was 1999. I don't know about you. Oh, yeah. I was definitely getting jiggy. For sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, I have to ask you, who is your favorite for the Super Bowl halftime show? I would say... I mean... Mary J. Blige was just awesome, right? Right. Um, it was really cool to see Dr. Dre. Right. And of course, Snoop. I gotta say, Snoop's my favorite. Yes, he's very classic. Very classic indeed. Yeah, I think they were all awesome. And it's funny because I, I, um, I, th- I thought personally, I thought that Eminem stole the show because he had a lot of like electric energy with him. And all those yeah. dancers, like, running up and stuff, that was a really awesome. I thought the band kind of killed it a little bit. Like, they weren't as awesome as they could have been. Um, but the one thing that I noticed that a lot of people noticed as well, because it was, like, right online in an article, like, right away, was that Kendrick Lamar didn't say that one part of a lyric for that song that he has, because it talks about the police, and he didn't say that in the song. They Supposedly, I thought that he cut it out, but then NFL told them for him to cut it out. And so the NFL censored him and they tried to censor uh, Eminem too. And they told him that he couldn't take a knee, but he did anyway. So, yeah. Yep. I saw all of that. Crazy. I thought it was really cool to see all the cameras and all the, all the, um, all the photographers and stuff. Like to me, that's like awesome to see all that. Cause there's like thousands of cameras all over the place, but we can talk cameras another time. So uh, we are here again. Um, from what I understand, everyone really loved the um, episode last last week, week weekish ago, and they really liked the updates from the people who left messages over a year ago. Well, we've got more of those. We do. You guys, you guys asked if I was happy. Um, no. No. I don't think I've been happy 25% of my life. I 
I've I've had family issues. I've had far too many relationship issues with the same person. Um, I I guess I just grew up with this empty sadness. I just honestly, as far as I can remember, I just grew up sad. That's that's not to say that I'm suffering, of course. I'm not. I don't believe I am. I have I have food I eat. I I do have small bursts of enjoyment whenever I play games or hang out with friends or something, but I I I still don't know what I want to do with my life. And it used to scare me, but now I just feel empty. I I feel empty all the time. I I sometimes I feel happy, but not for just go back to being empty afterwards. I don't. I don't really think that I truly enjoy things. Hmm. It was interesting though, and it was very hauntingly familiar. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. He was talking about you know, growing up sad or growing up feeling like that way, and I grew up that way. And no one knew, no one asked, no one cared. But I just, I remember growing up by myself and watching my siblings over here and my mom was nowhere to be found. And, um, you know, I used to go everywhere by myself. And then when I eventually, you know, made friends and went to school, I still spent a lot of time by myself. I, I took myself to the movies. I took care of myself. I fed myself. I clothed myself. I started working when I was 13. I did all these things by myself. And so I was always alone. And I know what it's like to walk around and feel completely lonely and just sad because you're just growing up sad. There really isn't anything that's building to something. And how he talks about little spurts of happiness but then you go back to being empty because, you know, there's, there isn't, um, it, it's kind of like a, I guess maybe, maybe temporary or fleeting, but it's, it's instant. And because there's nothing else to grip that and hold it in place, it just dissipates, you know? So mm. I was like, okay, that, that, that sounds, that sounds about right. But yeah, what he was saying about growing up sad and growing up, you know, alone like I, I totally get that you know how do you get yourself out of that hmm well um I went to college I, I moved away so I guess I moved away from that area in order to experience something else because I figured that there was something else other than that so I picked myself up and put myself in a different surrounding and I met new people, and um, some of those relationships were good, some not so good. But that's, I guess that's what I did to change it and to make it better was that I, I, I changed my surroundings. I wonder if we can 
find an update, but I would think that hopefully by now, maybe he moved himself into a place where he could find that or experience, you know, something other than what he's gone through. So I really hope that he's happy and that's where he is now. So, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, what was the name on that? It was just numbers. Weird. It was just like a, a ghost call. It, it, yeah, I know. It's not, it seems like that, doesn't it? I will go ahead and play this one from about a year and a half ago, and then the update. Say that I'm happy. I would... I would... Say I'm happy to see my little sister's smile see anyone smile really that's just special there's something beautiful in there that will always help no matter what you're going through to see someone genuinely smile happy to just really just be alive to be able to be there for those people that need you or to yeah, thank you. That's, that's it for me. So yeah, I guess I am happy. Thank you again for doing what you do. Have a good one. So, this is, that was the old message, right? Yeah. Hmm. So it sounds like his happiness is derived from the happiness of others and doing for others. Mm-hmm. And seeing them be happy in result of whatever's going on. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I, and I relate to that. I think that, um, if I've ever been in a funk or anything, lose myself in service, right? He seems like his sisters keep him pretty busy, which is awesome. Um, but doing for others is, is great. The key is though, not to lose yourself in that. Mm. Now, let's listen to the update. Hey, I kind of forgot what I sent you before, but I remember that I was in the best place. Um, but I think now that I am in a better place, uh, I don't doubt that it'll soon, soon fade. I don't think happiness is a good measurement of um, quality of life, I guess, I think happiness and sadness constitute a good life. You know, the highs and lows are necessary. You know, it's, it's pretty corny, but needless to say, I am happy right now. And I'm really grateful for it because of the depression and the terrible loss that I've experienced in the past. It's allowed me to see what I have now in a new light. And I'm exceptionally happy. Wow. Conceptually happy. Huh. I like that. Yeah. So, and I think we kind of have talked about this a little bit in the past. What is the difference in scale of happiness, maybe, if you are happy because you're making other people happy versus you're happy because you're living your true and authentic life and you're making yourself happy. You're paving your own way. 
you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And what kind of impact does either one of those situations have? I'm thinking that I kind of hear a similarity in something that he said and something that someone else said last week about the happy and also the sad and how there's a balance and how Mm -hmm. um, there has to be both, you know, and you cannot have one without the other. But I think that sometimes the sad and the very dark times really make the happy ones stand out and more pronounced. So when the happy ones come, we're, we're you know, we're, we're extremely grateful that they're there and we appreciate those happy times. So I have a feeling that maybe, um, maybe he's now, you know, measuring by like a different stick, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of just thinking like whether someone's happy or sad, but that there is more depth to that. And there's a, there's a balance or um, maybe a beauty to the imbalance to figure out what that is. So what do you think about happiness in terms of service and happiness in terms of um, what may people may actually see as like a selfish thing, but just. I think you're right. I think that it is very easy to get caught up in that. It's easy to go into it with a pure servant's heart and say that I'm going to do for others before myself, because that is, that is pure happiness for me. and, And I enjoy that so much. And then there is doing so, so much that you neglect yourself and you lose yourself and you go down a bad path for yourself in, in spite of, you know, being blinded by the goodness that you're doing for others. So it's definitely easy to, uh, to, you know, just go off the rails and, and, uh, really not take care of yourself when you need to. I can say that I grew up, uh, always, serving others and that's that's kind of funny that we even mentioned service and service to others just because um when I was a little kid one of the first things I ever did was uh give give a homeless man all of my candy money because I just thought that he needed it and we were in Mexico and I didn't know what a homeless person was and I asked my mom why this man was sitting on the ground outside and she said because he doesn't have a home and so I just went up to him and gave him everything I had in my pockets. And I've kind of, I think I've kind of lived like that. You know, I've always helped other people, you know, without even thinking about it, like, like it's second nature, you know, it's, it's, it's like breathing air, not Mm -hmm. because of an agenda or because it's going to give me something, but because in, you know, my soul, I know that that is, that's what needs to be done because it just needs to, because without, you know, us helping other people and, you know, perpetuating that goodness that should be there, that goodwill that should exist. Uh, If we don't do that, then what are we doing? (laughs) It's like, it won't be around for future generations. And so I I guess we're living by example and we're, we're being that, that light that, that needs to be there because it's definitely dark. But, um, I, I guess, um, I'm trying to remember, like if I, if I ever like kind of lost myself in that. Um, maybe I did, maybe sometimes that, maybe sometimes I did it like, you know, way too much to where I forgot about, you know, what was going to make me happy, I guess, like personally. So then sometimes when, um, when I've gone to do something service oriented, I might feel a little bit sad afterward because that thing is done and then I'm left by myself. So I'm not, not a hundred percent, but, um, 
now I, I still do things for people all of the time. And it's that same concept that without those, those, those kind acts and without being good just for the sake of being good and keeping it in the world, that, that makes me happy. I love that. And I, I completely agree with you. Um, I definitely <laughs> got lost in service and being kind of a people pleaser. Um, and then just like you said, if you're not truly happy with yourself, once that moment goes away, like the wind, then what? Mm. Right. Um, so I had to really start digging in to myself to really figure out who I was, who I wanted to be, you know, what kind of mom, what kind of wife, what kind of daughter, sister, friend I wanted to be. And then I had to really start showing up for myself. Um, and I've been told that I'm selfish because of it, but I, I can only, it just breaks my heart when I've heard that mm -hmm. because they've not ever experienced this, you know? Um, I think when we show up for ourselves, we give permission to other people to show up for themselves. Mm -hmm. And as we do that, we basically, we rise by lifting each other, you know, but we have to be sturdy in our footing with who we are and what our mission is in life before we can pull anyone else up, you know, I, like it just doesn't work the same. Mm -hmm. So it's been really transformational. Um, and it's definitely changed my outlook on service. to hold on to the bad yeah it is it's so much yeah. easier for people to accept something bad yeah than something yeah. good it's kind of like when you go out and you do an interview and you know they ask like what are you what are you asking me questions about and you say happiness and they're like hmm you know like they don't believe you <laughs> mm -hmm. or when someone says no i don't want to be interviewed even though you've got four amazing interviews, you hold on to the one and you're more hesitant to go out the next time, which creators, anyone who's listening to this and that's an issue for you, you just got to keep going and go for the no, you know, like literally ask until you get a no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It'll take longer than you think. So that's actually a really good question. Um, while we're here, what do you do, you Kellyanne do? when you get a no, what do you do? I thank them for their time. Personally, if it's a no, it's a no, you know? And um, I usually like, I approach a person already recording just so I can readily get my phone up and, and just kind of motion to it and say, is it okay if I record as well? Usually they've said yes. One instance they've said no. Um, and she, well, she said no to the interview altogether. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I I don't really go up with my phone right in their face, you know, because that's sure. a little bit, they put their guard up. 
but I have it kind of down to the side and just say, hey, I'm working on a documentary with a bunch of people. Can I ask you a couple questions? They usually say, what, well, you know, what's it about? Happy to ask. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Or in my one case, she said no. And I was like, no worries. Thank you for your time. And that was it. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and mean, it's fairly simple. It's just, you know, thank them for their time and then be on your way. And sometimes, depending on how I'm feeling that day, if I'm feeling uh, especially cheeky, I will... <laughs> I'm super cheeky. I will um, kind of make a joke or um, I will point out something really awesome. Like maybe like they have like the coolest, you know, shoes or they have like a really cool dog or something. And I'll just mm-hmm. kind of comment and be like, hey, you know, thanks very much. And just just so you know, I have to say this. I love your dog. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, you know, happy and everything's cool. And I, I kind of like leaving them with a lasting impression that, you know, yeah, it's not for everyone. Not everyone wants to answer questions from strangers. And we get that. You took the time to notice them. Yes. And yes. that's that's going to be what sticks with them. For sure. It's like uh, this guy, which I don't think it's ever been put up, but it's uh, this this kid. He's got to be at least 18. I hope he is. Uh, he's driving like those trains in the mall and he's just sitting there in the, in the conductor caboose thing, you know, mm-hmm. driving this toy train around the mall. And I'm like, that guy would be interesting to interview. Cause you know, he's people watching all day long in this train. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, it was, it was interesting. He didn't really um, have a whole lot to say, but I just, I just kept asking him other questions. Like, what do you think about when you're sitting in this train? <laughs> Because I really wanted to know, you know. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think there definitely are some people out there that that do appreciate us stopping and, you know, just stopping our whole whole life just to, you know, really spend some time with them and ask those questions. Yeah. I met a gymnast, or let me see. I met a guy whose kids are gymnasts, and they were competing Mm -hmm. in some kind of competition. And so there's this big green lawn in front of where I go. And these kids were doing like cartwheels and somersaults and like splits and stuff that I could never do. And it was just the coolest thing to watch them do that, you know? Like this last weekend was so much fun. I, I met so many different kinds of people. I met this guy from Denmark. And so he, he had some very, very practical answers. You know, it, it was fine. And then there's this one, and I really hope that they post it, but there was this group of fen- friends that had the most infectious, happy laugh you've ever heard, like at least in months, that I've heard people cackle like that and just really have a good time. They were yeah. so funny. And I walked up to them, and I was like, hey, can I you know, ask you guys some questions for this documentary? And they're like, oh, sure, are we going to be on TV? And you know, they were just like rambunctious, you know, and... I asked this guy, I said, how do you know all these beautiful people? And he goes, oh, I just met them like five minutes ago. <laughs> no way. They're they all... just bust out laughing. And then I'm like, and then he introduces me. I, I, I pan the camera and he introduces me to like every single person. He's like, I know this one, this one I met a year ago, this one we just met today. And I was like, are you serious? Was this the religious function? Or no, was this like... no, no, no. This was just like a group of people downtown that were like laughing like crazy and oh and normally I kind of I kind of would have been like well, I shouldn't interrupt their fun I, I really don't want to but I was like no we have to preach what we say and just go for it and just ask because that's the you know that's the thing you just have to ask and if you say yeah you know what's the worst they say no you say thanks a lot 
So I just made myself. It's just like when I jumped off the train, I just made myself start with, with whoever yeah. was there, you know? You jumped off the train? Oh. <laughs> I didn't I didn't jump so much as like hop or skip off. This is this is Dallas. They run a pretty professional train here. Okay. It it comes I'm... to a stop and then you uh detrain. Oh, not over your Todd, this keeps on going. You gotta just run for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's not Dar- Darjeeling Limited. You know, <laughs> have you ever seen that? No. Oh, you must. I'm gonna send you a list of movies you must watch. This group of friends, they were just like the most, the most funny people, and they reminded me of my family and my friends back home, which was hilarious. You know, it just, I just felt so at home with them, and I said, you know what, you people. I said, first off, you know, let me get your email so I could let you know when the interviews come out. And I said, but also, I'm going to hit you up because you guys are just so much fun. I want to hang out with you. <laughs> and they were like, yeah. That's so cool. It really was. It was so funny. I want to go interview with Vanessa. Dude, that's going to happen. I'm telling you. Like, um, some, some either I'm you're coming here or I'm coming there. Something's happening here. And I would love that because, like I said, I love travel. So I will find any reason to go anywhere. I will totally do it. Okay. We'll figure it out. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Maybe we'll get sponsored. Maybe. Another clip? Yes, we really should. Hi, um, I saw your page the other day and I thought, why not share my, my, my message? I really want to say something and you'll 
reflect reflect about what feels written and kind of start accepting your thoughts in a way i don't know how it works but it kind of just kind of just is that way whether you like it or not and then that way you kind of start to accept yourself i to accept yourself sorry um i don't know if that makes sense but i really recommend for you to try it if you struggle with yourself um because it helps a lot of people yeah that's it i think <laughs> and about the things i've said one actually almost one and a half years ago which is crazy um i still stand for everything i've said i still think we should hate less and love more and i still think we should be more kind we should be more kind to each other more kind to ourselves even and we should be more kind to animals and nature in general because we currently aren't um and that's really bad because i'm very scared for my future because everyone is kind of destroying our only home we have yes um you know in general just hate isn't good because hate causes war hate causes negativity and we can't use that right now so please be more nice to each other because everyone you know everyone has a history you don't know what's going on in someone else's life so try to be nice yes <laughs> I love that. And it goes really so well mm -hmm. with what we were just talking about. I don't understand why I don't have her full first audio clip. Right. Um, that's what we have. So I really love that she circled back. Yeah. And talked about what she, what she said prior about. That's less so hate. funny. Yeah. She kind of went full circle, like her whole outlook. It sounded as though like in the first clip, she was like, you know, I don't know what to say. And if someone says, I don't know what to say to me, that tells me like, okay, so you're on your journey and it feels like you're at an impasse or maybe you're not to a turning point where you kind of start to develop a sense as to what your outlook is. So you're kind of like in transit, right? And then mm -hmm. when she was talking in her update, you can hear all of it you can hear like the full journey you can hear how she went from one place to the other side and how she's like I have all these thoughts and feelings you know I have all of these you know insights I have all of this wisdom to share with you guys don't hurt the animals definitely don't hurt the animals don't hurt you know people be good you know all of these amazing things that she has learned in that time span what was it was it a year also for that one yeah, all of these would be about a year and a half. Okay, so that's that's a pretty considerable amount of time, right, to to grow. Mm -hmm. So you can hear it in everything that she says. And I guess maybe the proper word isn't, it's funny. It means like, more like what I mean to say is that, ah, oh, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's just mm -hmm. remarkable to hear that. You hear it, you know, and her words are just so descriptive and she's so opinionated because she's she's lived clearly in that year and a half. Mm -hmm. That's what yeah, I think. I agree. I love that. I'm so happy for her. That's that's awesome. It's insp yeah. it's inspiring and it's also like a, you know, motivating too. This year has started to be really well. It's had some major setbacks for sure. But it's yeah. had some really amazing things happen. Some really awesome 
amazing things, you know. So um, I'm kind of hopeful, you know, for the rest of it. Kind of. Okay, I am hopeful. I am very hopeful. Um, I think that um, the, the greatest thing about humanity is that regardless of, of where we get put as far as, you know, we, we get set back, right? COVID set us back considerably, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people that were making social progress with themselves are now retreating back to being by themselves and being at home alone and, and kind of just reestablishing that sense of isolation, right? So yeah. a lot in a lot of ways, we've gone backward, you know, we've, we've gone backward in, in terms of being kind to other people and, and acknowledging their feelings that there can be more than one perception of a certain subject. A lot of things have gone backwards and, and de- degressed or digressed, right? So, yeah. but I'm still hopeful. And that's kind of like a signature trait of humanity is that regardless of how much we get set back, there is still that inherent nature in you or there will be that says, you know, I think it'll still be all right. You know, like mm-hmm. why, how, having been through everything that you've lived through, do you even have hope now? It just, it's just there. off on everyone else too <laughs> hopefully hopefully but um it's it's pretty easy to get caught up in that to get caught up in in uh, you know what we don't have anymore and what what we've gone backward in as far as progress so we can choose to get caught up in it right and stay there stay in the dark place you know we've lost a lot of people family members friends and so we can stay in that place, in that mourn- mournful stage. Um, or we can, you know, I guess honor them and honor honor humanity in, in trying our best to just move forward and fight for tomorrow. That's all we can really do. And I think that, I think I've done that. I've, I've tried really hard to do that because... I don't know. Things are changing all the time. And um, it, it's like, uh, I guess, you know, jobs and, and, and doing what you want to do, what you really want to do, because the last year made everyone or made me realize that, man, we really don't have a lot of time. And mm-hmm. given my family's medical history, I'm like, you know, you probably have another good like 10 years. So <laughs> you should probably get on stuff. <laughs> like just uh, that's dark humor. I know I'm not oh, really serious. So I think that girl, that girl is, is making me think of a lot of stuff today, but, um, I'm so happy that, that I met you because you inspire me too. You do. And you kind of, you kind of, I don't know, like indirectly you call me all my crap. <laughs> yeah. I'm very good at that actually. And it's been, good. Have I told you you're doing things wrong? No, 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 no. I'm just saying... <laughs> No, 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 no. You, you give like, okay, here's what I think like 
You know how you have those friends who give you like uh, they give you that motivation and that kick in the pants, but they do it with a nice pair of shoes, right? Like they do it in a nice way. That's yeah. what you do. You do it constructively. The classy jerk, then we're fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> with your straightened hair. Yeah. Classy. I think it comes back to it's so easy and I, I think we've been socialized to be passively inspired mm. um, and when I say I think we've been socialized to be this way is it's you know there's inspiring things all the time on like the evening news or morning radio shows or you know what your community is is doing but the fact is people are doing them like there's action right and the longer we go just being passively inspired about what we see or what we hear about or you know just not taking action the more and more that kind of stuff is going to dwindle down mm -hmm. and go you know so to take action from inspiration the it's like a ripple in the pond yes you know? Yes, the pond will just keep going and going and going. Mm -hmm. And there's no way to measure the scope mm -hmm. of how massive your impact is. Mm -hmm. And I think there's magic in that. I also think that it's incredibly important to ask ourselves, what do I want? What do I want? Closing thoughts. So here's to, you know, the, the unknown roads less traveled by, right? absolutely yay well thanks for being here yet again this week we'll see everybody and next week yes we will bye bye Cue those outtakes. I can't hear you. Nothing. Nothing. Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> Heavy sign. I get the finger. No, I mean, point your finger. Fine. That's what I mean. <laughs> oh, because I was freaking muted. Oh my God. Yeah. Hey, Vanessa. Yeah. You're on mute. You're on mute. You have to unmute. <laughs> Oh my god. That's okay. That's like the that's the statement of like 2021. I didn't hit the right button. Dang it. Man. Whoa. I was ready to be magical and then I didn't hit the right button. I'm so sorry. I'm so you sorry, world. You are my unicorn. Um What is that noise? We'll see everybody next week. Yes, we will. Bye. Bye. Now what? <laughs> now you tell me a joke. Okay, so this duck walked into a bar. All right, do you, do you like John Hughes movies? Who's John Hughes? <gasps> Whoa. Hugh Jackman, different? Oh, by yeah. Yeah, oh. <laughs> oh, my heart. Um, okay, so The Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink. John Hughes is- with the- he directed those movies. Oh. Yeah. He... Did you have a cup of joy? No, this is, well, yes. This is Whataburger. Whataburger. Like Wonder Texas Woman. Texas thing. Like, like, no.
Texas thing. You wouldn't you wouldn't understand. Some people out there will. I, you wouldn't. That's the rudest thing. Oh, bless your heart. Bless your heart. Most folks are as happy as they make up their minds to be. Abraham Lincoln. Hmm. I think that I agree. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Totally agree. This and has with been that, happiness with Kellyanne's corner. Kellyanne's <laughs> happiness corner. I'm Kelly. <laughs> we enjoy uh talking to you or talking at you i guess but we enjoy interacting with one another all right we'll we're done. Closing later bye guys bye